obviously going ahead, there's going to be spoilers. Yeah. We'll, we'll be discussing the finale. We'll be discussing some potential theories, maybe. TNMP, the Nerdy Misfit Podcast, with your host, with your host, with your host Connor O'Neill and Matthew Hughes. Hello. 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 How are we doing today, everyone? We're doing great. And we have a guest. Hello. A repeat guest. Tim, welcome back to the podcast. It me. So this is a, you know, I don't want to say long-awaited, but pushed slightly back episode yes. that we had uh, in the works. And that is the Ahsoka recap, review, discussion. I mean, the last episode did come out just last week. Yeah, we just uh, didn't do it we, two weeks ago. Two weeks, a week and a half, two weeks. Yeah, ago. yeah. We, okay. we didn't yeah, yeah. do it as a um, a fresh off the rip like we did. I think we did Kenobi. We ended up doing on the like Friday, right after the episode. Yeah, this one we gave uh gave a little bit more time. Didn't do it fresh, right off the rip. That's also due to maybe some people not being done, but that's nor here nor there. Um, <laughs> Shut up! I didn't just finish the episode an hour before this. Oops. But yeah, so we, we're gonna discuss ahsoka i wouldn't say it's going to be the biggest deep dive but we brought tim on because tim avid star wars fan as well what what would you say you are on the star wars fandom here because we got i feel like we have a good mix we have matt who's who reads some of the books but hasn't seen some of the animated content i'm the other way i've seen the animated pretty much all the visual content minus star wars resistance i think yeah but not much there but not uh none of the books yeah. Which, but I have um, seen a lot of YouTube videos kind of discussing a lot yeah. of some lore stuff. Um, I'm kind of middle ground. I've seen every piece of live action and animated things. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some of them probably more than I should have. Okay. So so repeat watching. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Um, I sat through Resistance. Nice. Fair. Um. I have read a few novels. Um, legends or a lot of mostly legends okay. stuff. Um, I haven't dove into the new books much at all. Um, well, lucky for you, I have a friend that you can just borrow them from. Right? Hey, what's up? <laughs> Turns out I know a guy. He um, knows a guy. But I've also done uh, deep dives into some of the more weird stuff through Wikipedia. Wikipedia, fair. Which is the Star Wars Wikipedia, of course. Yep. Um, because of uh, the RPG side of everything. Yeah, I was going to say, have you run some RPGs yeah, via I, the Star Wars I, universe? Yeah, I've run um, Wizards of the Coast, had a third edition, and then a 3.5 edition based okay, nice. um, RPG system, which was really, really nice. Everyone loves um, Wizards of the Coast. Oh, sometimes. It's <laughs> um, not a D&D episode. Yeah, no, we're not talking about D&D. Um, and then more recently, Fantasy Flight Games has come up with a series of, I think there's three now. Yeah, there's three. Uh, one where you're kind of like a Han Solo type character living okay. on the Outer Rim. One where you're an actual like fighter in the rebellion. And one where you're a Jedi just trying to freaking survive the Empire. I guess it is just a massive universe. You literally could just be like some farmer. You could, yeah. You literally just, could do anything. Just be living your life and be like, okay, now I'm just... I've been drafted into X army. Yeah. And, and the, just live um, that. The Wizards of the Coast one actually had uh, in their Clone Wars source book, you could run as clone troopers and basically replay the game Republic Commando. 
Well, that's kind of cool. Um, which was dope. All right. So so I would say, yeah, middle ground's probably pretty fair. I'd say, <laughs> I'd say that's kind of roughly-ish where I'd put myself. I'm definitely not one of the insanely crazy into Star Wars, but I, like I can hold my own. I like how you're staring at Matt as you say that. Yeah. I I'm not my, like... Matt's um, not crazy either, though, but Matt... Has I think once you dove into the books, it's kind of just becomes its own. Craziness. Yeah, I think it's yeah, it's, 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 hole. it's different for me too because like the books, there's all different timelines of the books, right? So yeah. we have like the aftermath trilogy, which is the literal the aftermath of the Battle of Endor, right? And then, but it's the world and the lore that's yeah. Built. How did we get to where we are in the movies? Yeah. How what happens after them? That's why I'm a big fan of the High Republic because it's like it's 150 so plus years, yeah. and I'm like, this is its own entity of yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, it's almost Wars. not the... It's not even the yeah, same thing remotely. Exactly. It's not connected to the Skywalker song. There's no Skywalker. Yeah. No mention of that name in the slightest. It's great. I if, love it. If you're, lucky, if you're lucky, you get a tiny Yoda. Yeah, Yoda pops in from time to time, but then he went missing for half of it, so yep. they like wrote him out too, and I'm like, this is good. Like Two of the other characters on the Jedi Council, they're like in Phantom Menace, but they don't even have names unless it's Wait, in the credits. Yaddle and then the... Not even... Yaddle's mentioned, but it's also the one with the long neck can't remember his name yep and then there's also the weird snake yeah Yeah. the bearded snake man all right very nice very nice so we got a nice little baseline fandoms here not all different total noobs but not yeah the people that are ripping everything star wars related apart at (laughs) because true so yeah it's okay um okay so matt you've seen clone wars most of it You've seen most, most of Clone of Wars. Okay. Most so of Clone Wars haven't seen anything of Rebels. Where Ahsoka was introduced. Yeah. Obviously Anakin Skywalker's pad one. Yeah. From the movie. That's yeah. And then uh yeah. Throughout the series of Clone Wars. Sorry, I'm butchering my words right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Throughout the series of Clone Wars, obviously Ahsoka's the pad one and stuff like that, which we see. Which is um, takes place between two and three. Yeah. For people that are yeah. maybe well, unaware. And 19 BBY, yeah, I believe it's BBY, yeah. But yeah, um, um, personally, uh, growing up, I watched the Clone Wars. Was super excited when they brought it back to actually wrap it up. And Ahsoka's always been one of my favorite Jedi. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty basic. I think I would say my favorite are probably Ahsoka, Anakin, and then Obi Wan. I mean, yeah. Those are. Pro- I mean, I know there's a lot of Luke fans, but I just not as big of a Luke fan. Those yeah. are the. Those You're are a prequel the- baby, heart to heart. I really am. It, those we are my. It. Those are my three. <laughs> Those are those are my three that I'm just like, I love. I'm also, um, yeah, no, those are definitely probably my top three. I would say. I don't know where you, how you guys are feeling, but I got different answers than both of you. So yeah, you you got some predating answers. Yeah. I mean, from like, I would say Ahsoka is definitely in my top three. Um. Because she is kind of that, you know, she's the the result of the new generation, right? She's yeah. the result of the prequel babies. Um, Dave Filoni. And that's put, Dave Filoni's baby. Yeah. Dave Filoni put a lot of work into creating her, um, which I can really appreciate. Um, I'm also a huge sucker for Shakti. Okay. The other Togretta Jedi who um, had, I think, four different death scenes in Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, all yeah. of them got cut. And yes, then she appeared, I've seen all the memes of it. And then she appeared on, the, I believe, the Felucia map of the original mm-hmm. Force Unleashed game. Um, and then I... Probably my third would either be Obi-Wan or... Aayla Sakura. 
I like Plo Koon as well. Plo is, Plo is also Even dope. Kit as is Kit Fisto, yeah. Definitely under, yeah. Pre, underappreciated yeah. Jedi Master. But also, but also sure. Plo Koon is also Plo who brought Ahsoka into the Jedi Yeah. Also. Yeah, you know. But he in in Clone Wars, he's great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He, he actually gets screen time. He actually gets screen and a lot of a pretty so good does, amount. So yeah. does Kit Fisto. Yeah, yeah. The, the duo. They both got quite a nice amount of dope. Yeah. Yeah. So going in, obviously, I was very excited. Ahsoka being a very one of your dear favorites. character. Yeah. But um, I guess we'll. I guess we should just start with how, how did everyone feel about the show overall. So from my point of view, because I haven't seen Rebels, I know the lore of Rebels, obviously, but I haven't seen it. So I tried to look at this from like a non-biased opinion of... Yeah, just just give your... Yeah. Just how you felt about the show overall. Don't even relate it to... That's fair. Pretty solid show overall. Story was pretty cut dry of like, hey, we need to go find these people. Let's go. Cool. Yeah, like a rescue mission. Rescue mission style. Um, Didn't necessarily need to be eight episodes, in my opinion. Like it was pretty solid overall, but like, you know, maybe like seven. Like not that that's that big of a cut. Um, this plot is slightly confusing if you don't know the lore. Okay. So that kind of makes it like, okay, why do we care about these certain characters all of a sudden that we haven't really heard of before? Um, but otherwise, I'd still rate it like for a Star Wars content. Battles were still great. Story was still great. Characters were pretty solid overall. So like for me, it's like a solid like seven point five to an eight. Yeah. Tim. Yeah. Um, I mean, having seen all of Clone Wars and all of Rebels, um. In some ways, it did kind of feel like Rebel Season 5. But at the same time, it removed itself from that by not including one of the key characters of Rebels. Um, that is true. Which was, he was missed, but it also made sense. Um, but uh, yeah, I enjoyed the characters. I enjoyed the story. It felt, um, there was some Treasure Planet vibes. Yeah, Treasure Planet. Especially nice, across yeah. that first half. Um but you know, everything is derivative of something else. There is no original content anymore, not truly original content. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. Facts. But uh yeah, there are some great callbacks to stuff from Rebels and from Clone Wars. And some uh some really great nods um to just other things in general. And hopefully seeing where this Filoni verse is going. Yes, the Filoniverse. Yeah, I would say for me, it was, I would probably say closer to like an 8.5. Mm-hmm. But that's also based on someone who's seen both Clone Wars and Rebels. Um, Yeah, so I guess I can bring us into the, 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 you know, um, the big issue with the show, which yep. is that do you have to have watched those series in order to, appreciate enjoy this show in my opinion to enjoy it no to fully appreciate it yes because we get introduced to ahsoka who we've seen in season two of mandalorian i believe and briefly in boba fett Fett, you're like okay cool this character exists in this disney plus filoni verse yeah i'm gonna leave it at that because i don't want to include rebels or clone wars in this filoni verse even though he was the creator of those shows as well so we know ahsoka exists okay and then we get introduced to sabine who is force sensitive, but also a Mandalorian, which is weird. Which is weird because obviously that's not very common, which we briefly hear about. But also, we just had three seasons worth of Mandalorian lore, and this character was not mentioned once, which I know isn't not overall important. No, I think we but, talked about this off off the podcast, yeah. which is that 
I feel like they didn't know if they were going to be getting a green light for an Ahsoka for show sure. off the rip. And I feel like if they knew going back to the original Mandalorian, it would have been mentioned or something. There would have been some more, yeah, just inclusion of like past other characters within yeah. Rebels, just to kind of bring it. So when we get to this point, people who hasn't have not seen Rebels or have not seen the Clone Wars don't feel as left out. No, yeah. for sure. Because I think with Sabine getting introduced in the first episode, you're like, okay, cool. There's a connection between Ahsoka and Sabine. I thought they handled that relationship. It was really decently. well. Like you didn't yeah. need to know who Sabine was. You were just like, "Hey, I know Ahsoka's a Jedi. We saw obviously she's the one who's going to be working with Grogu." Yeah. And you're like, "Okay, obviously this person has the ability is a Jedi yeah. quotations and can train someone." So you're like, "Okay, I can accept that obviously this is some sort of Padawan mm-hmm. relationship that went stale sour, or yeah. whichever, yeah." But then it's like, "Okay, so Thrawn like the thing is cuz if you don't know Rebels, you've no idea who Thrawn is." Like, unless unless like, you've read Legends. Unless you've read Legends or Rebels or like Clone Wars, you don't know other, about yeah, this man. Yeah, you get external other yeah, Star Wars Outside content. of the Filoni-verse or the core movies. Yeah. yeah I, and then it's like also the same thing with Ezra. Why are, we, why are we on this rescue mission for Ezra? I think Ezra's the toughest one. I think Thrawn is fine because they handled it in a way that everyone is scared. Yeah, he's, bad, like, yeah, he's the bad he's, guy. And he's been brought up before because yeah. he was a big deal for Gideon's plan. Yeah, yeah. He's so been mentioned I before, feel yeah. like he's kind of been built up to be like, okay, we don't want this guy. We don't want to yeah. see him return. We mm-hmm. hope he's dead. He is the one thing who can unite the realm. Yeah, we. Yeah. So I feel like he's been built up enough, and even I think they did a good enough job with Ahsoka, making it seem like even if you didn't know who he was, you know. Yeah, he's not a good no guy. No one wants yeah, him yeah, back. Yeah, nobody. Yeah. But with Ezra, on the other hand, Ezra's tougher because it's the first mention of him. Yeah, if first mention of him. If you've never seen Rebels, then you're just like. Okay, this is a, dude a friend of a them friend of that's them apparently important enough to yeah. be a general and go against or direct orders, essentially. Yeah. So and we have this Teleki, Telek, Hera. She's technically Twi'lek. Twi'lek, yeah, shows up and she's also part of that group. And you're like, okay, cool. Well, we do get that painting. We do the mural, which, yeah. Which you see everyone that's part of this, yeah, group. Which but again, you, if you the, haven't seen Rebels, you would recognize Zeb and then go, yeah. Then watch the show and go, why isn't he here? Yeah. yeah. But then they they, they throw offline yeah. later on. But yeah, because obviously he's at the end of Mandalorian season three. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Ezra's just hard to like. Yeah. Certain characters were dealt with. I kind of sometimes I really enjoy just being thrown in and being like, you don't need to know. It's just this is an established universe. This is already going on. Mm-hmm. Think- These are clearly people who have worked together. Yeah. Before. I, I, yeah. I love when sometimes they do that and you don't need to need know everything things yeah but it does help obviously yeah. and obviously i think that's what heavily impacted the show's performance in terms of its numbers moving towards the finale um i brought this up to matt but it's uh ahsoka had a drop of 40 percent viewership from episode one to the Jeez. finale yeah okay and i think that's mostly due to the people who are watching ahsoka are the people who care about Star Wars a lot more than others. Yeah. Yep. And that's whether they be the ones who've seen the animated shows or just want to continue the Star Wars. Want to like, watch all the Star Wars content because they enjoy it. Yeah. Because the other thing is, Clone Wars is pretty long at this point. And a lot of people don't like animated content. They're just never going to watch it. Exactly. It doesn't matter how big of a Star Wars fan you are. You're probably just going to... That's not for me. Yeah. Which is fair. I mean, that's just... You know, I, I would recommend it to anyone. I yeah. it's not a kid show. Parts of it sometimes do feel a little bit more kiddy. Kind of reminds me of Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah, that yeah. Way. first season is very those very much like adult 
where it starts off a little bit more kiddie yeah, and there are some darker. episodes that are, but it ends up develop because of probably how popular it was. Yeah. They kind of got a little bit more. Yeah. Brave. Yeah. Dave yeah. probably got a lot more clearance to be like, Oh yeah, no, you can do this. We'll allow this. Well then, cause people were going to watch it. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah, I thought, so for me, obviously the show was really good. I liked it. I liked seeing all these characters come to the, the small Big screen. medium screen, yeah. the medium screen, <laughs> the medium screen. Um, there's obviously some Easter eggs that a lot of people would go over a lot of people's heads. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you haven't seen some of the, but that's the same for anything. Yeah. For point. anything, it, uh, looking at Marvel movies, DC movies, yeah. there's lots of comic references that no one will get if you've yeah. only if you've only watched the movie content. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, I think that's just things that are in there for fun for fans. Um, but yeah, the forty percent viewership drop off is pretty significant. I think Mando three still performed better in the end in terms of total people who watched the show on yeah, the yeah. finale. Yeah, and. I don't think Mando season three was necessarily the best. Strongest, I but... enjoyed Ahsoka more than it. Yeah. But that's also because I'm like a huge lightsaber fan. Anything like once there's like people actually fighting with lightsabers and there's proper duels with good choreography, yeah. looking at you, the, you know, sequel trilogy, um, <laughs> it's enjoyable. Oof. There's some solid choreography. There's some the decent series. every now and then in the sequel. Uh, yeah. Every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> every now and then. Yeah. One, one a movie. There's a yeah. half decent sword fight. Yeah. So, uh, Moving on, let's let, let's talk about obviously going ahead. There's going to be spoilers. Yeah, we'll, we'll be discussing the finale. We'll be discussing some potential theories, maybe that everyone has. Um, but I want to get one of my both trying my hardest to understand, but also ended up being a definitely a dislike in the moment. And that is in the season finale, Sabine's. Sudden ability to wield the force like in, a, in an impressive manner, like a proper Jedi. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm the only one who was like, mm, but I, yeah, I wasn't. I that was I was not a fan of that, especially since early on we see she can't even move a cup. Yeah, yep. I I do have an answer that I kind of just thought of that makes a little bit of sense for that, and it involves one of the other big reveals that happened in the finale. And that was the statues of the Mortis gods. Mm, yes. Yeah. And that I have, I have is the a, Mortis. Yeah. Is that like a, is a force rich world? Force rich world could be a potential. Hamster. Yeah. I mean, that was like where they are is the new home of the Night Sisters. It's the original home of the Night That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. The original home. Yeah. The obviously, if you want to be like, okay, we can obviously discuss the fact that yes, force sensitive area. So maybe it's just a lot it's easier. Similar to Dagobah to, in a lot yeah, of ways. Yeah. To just be able to connect and pull that out. The other thing I've talked with Matt about was she found her friend. Yeah. That's a huge stressor, anger, point mm -hmm. of anger, et cetera, et cetera. That's now gone. So maybe that's helped her also connect more. Obviously, if we want to pull the big BS card, we're talking about uh, Tara Vizla. Yeah. She's obviously related to him in deep down her generational line. Mandalorian history. So Clan Ren is a Vizla. So we could be like, it's there. Mm -hmm. The dormant ability is there. I just, I'm really not a big fan of the ass pulling of how extreme it is. Yes. Um, Zero to a hundred, quick. Very quick. We've never really seen her use the, I enjoyed when they opened, um, when Ahsoka's asking her to help open the door with Ezra when mm -hmm. they're under the, the starship. A little yeah. bit of extra oomph. 
Yeah. To be like, oh, every every little bit helps here. Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, that's fine. And I would have liked it if she used it to get her lightsaber back. And that was that, that was, was the it. big moment. Yes. That was her big force. Force use. moment. Yeah. That would have been acceptable. I could accept, okay, she's in a dire moment here, needs to pull something out, and she does it. Yeah. But the force push for Ezra, that was where I'm just like... It wasn't even really a force push. It was more of a force levitate. Yeah, basically True. just sent, <laughs> full sent him. He, he jumped his way across and then just fell. Why didn't Ezra also force jump? He did. It was not that, a very significant force jump. That's how he got jump. that far. I think he can force jump a little further. I would hope he could at this point. As, especially, like, what's he doing? He was probably doing a lot of meditating. He had, I mean, to, he had to have been doing a lot of meditating. It's been what? We're at least six or seven years after that end of rebels so yeah there's probably a lot quite a bit of meditation no longer than that because the end of rebels was before new hope yeah he had to have been doing a yeah so we're lot. looking at close to a decade um but yeah that was definitely where i was like uh yeah but like you said there are reasons in universe reasons that could explain it yeah could but again if you it. don't know the lore of that stuff then yeah you don't like, know if you don't know it then it's like you don't know now you don't yeah yeah 100 so that's that was definitely one of my massive dislikes towards that i think just in general with like it was, it was really cool to see the night sisters more live action yes but like the just the whole Daphimir thing. Like, if you don't know the lore of that, you're like, oh, these are just weird witches that... Yeah, they didn't yeah, really do... Witches. They really did just expect you to know about Who Daphimir. they were, yeah. Like, even, these are, like, important... Even, even if with, they like, could have just... And stuff. Yeah, that's... They should have just referenced anything. Like, said something about, oh, the planet where Maul's from. Yeah. I could have given something. Even yeah. Because we've had Morgan Elsbeth... Yeah. ...in Mando, right? That was the whole point of the Ahsoka episode of Mando. Mm-hmm. Um, and she didn't mention that she was Daphimir at all. No, to be fair, it wasn't confirmed until this season. Yeah. Like, it was referenced that she had connection to Night Sister, obviously. Yeah. But the thing is that if you don't know that lore, then why do you care about these Night Sisters? Why is the grandmother... Who are the they? Grand why do they have yeah. such BS power? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. yeah What's their fancy magic about? Why is there magic in Star Wars all of a sudden? I know it's why the Force, Why does care yeah. so much about them? Pleasing them and using yeah. the the dark magic of the Oh, Night he's Sisters. just going to use the crap out of them. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, it's more of... Well, I guess... It's a win-win because obviously there's going to be the resurrection of the Night Sisters, but yeah. also it's probably going to end up being his new army. That obviously the whole Death Troopers. And yeah, so we, already and so saw, we already saw part of, but the power the true power of the Night yeah. Sisters. And the other negative, it's funny that this is all happening during like the season finale, which is that's like, what I mean. The buildup was it's so... kind of a drop off, really. Yeah. But yeah. the other issue was when uh, Ahsoka is in combat with. Uh, What's her face? The one night sister. Yeah, Morgan. Yeah. We're talking about a f very well-trained Jedi. Yep. In terms of like combat, lightsaber combat. And she just could not hold her own. And I was like, what is happening here? Which, to be fair, if you're used to going and coming to people with light swords and you come across a flame blade, that would put me off a little bit too. Well, it'll put you off, but we've seen the Flame Blade technically already. Yeah, we have, yeah, in Clone Wars. But yeah. not, maybe not necessarily was, Ahsoka. Yeah, Ahsoka mm. wouldn't have seen it. But it's still technically the same style of combat. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. For me, it feels like it, at Ahsoka's level now, I would expect Padwan Ahsoka to have trouble. I could see but, that, yeah. But we're talking about, at this point, you could argue she's a master. Yeah, arguably so. So, I just, I don't know. I felt like it should not have been as troublesome for her 
No, I don't think so either. Especially losing a saber too. Losing a saber and also just like the, in quotations, being enlightened after everything that has happened recently. Yeah. And she's just been chilling. And she, we see her training in the ship before she yep. gets there too. That's the other thing. It's not like Ahsoka's rusty. Yeah. She's been fighting. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, literally, she just fought Anakin. Yeah. <laughs> Several different versions of him. Sep, sep, and Anakin ain't no, ain't no slouch. No, no. sir. So you would think she she should be really fresh. She'd be freshly trained in terms of some combat. Which I do I do got to give some props while we're kind of talking about Morgan a little bit. Little bit. The actress that plays her, Diana Lee Inosanto. Yep. Her godfather, Bruce Lee. Interesting. Oh dang! So she has a she has a fantastic history of martial arts. <laughs> martial arts, yeah. Weapons, yeah. Martial yeah. art blood. So, yeah. So. That's why. That's, that's the secret. <laughs> she was raised by the dragon. But of course. Yeah. So that was just, I wouldn't say it was bad, but just kind of yeah. weirdly disappointing. Obviously, it's to fit the narrative, build that suspense. But also, um, yeah. part of me didn't like it. Yeah. That's also because I'm a kid. I like Ahsoka. So yeah. I'm but no, like, you're right. Though. I, she should have been able I to do that a better. lot faster. Yeah. I expect better. But yeah, her, her fight against Balin... Yeah. Makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, typical fallen Jedi, survive order 66, became evil kind of situation. Well, and just his fighting style. Yeah, exactly. He is, and I remember reading about this in, like right after that episode came out, he is much more the traditional medieval knight. Yep. yep. I think his lightsaber is a broadsword. Yeah, he was, he he had a very uh, unique style. Darth Vader-esque style, where he in was a lot of, ways, lot of brute yeah. strength, yeah. right? Yeah. There like, is a nod like the, to the certain shot yeah, of the way like he's the, fighting. The big yeah. slashes yeah. down. His also saber wasn't over, entirely red. Overpowering. No, it, was orange. it was an orange lightsaber. Yeah. It wasn't a completely corrupted crystal. Yeah. And we see that through his indirect development. Yeah. Of him like wanting to fight, but then he's like, nah, maybe I shouldn't. And like, no, and he's he still had a lot of respect for the his Jedi past. ways. And, and yeah. What, and what Ahsoka stood for. Yeah. yeah. He couldn't he, respect her. Yeah. It was. He was a very good character. Which is unfortunate that we're not going to see more of him. We might. We, I have we in could my see more of the he character, could, but not sadly, yeah. Ray Stevenson. Yeah, yeah Ray Stevenson, Stevenson phenomenal. There could definitely be a recasting of yeah. him because his whole ditching his Padawan seemed yeah. very something else, maybe. Yeah. Talking they to definitely him, set up leading something. Leading him to. Yeah. Especially where he's standing at the end. Yes. Because so. we have gotten references from the beginning, uh, a lot of references uh, or Easter eggs, if you will, of something whispering to Ahsoka. A lot of people assuming that it's the sun. Yeah. Yep. Which, if you're not familiar with, uh, we're talking about that's Mortis, right? That's one of the Mortis guys. Yeah, we have the the, the son, the daughter, and the father. But the daughter's destroyed the at da- the end. The statue. The, the, the daughter da- is the Ahsoka. Da- the daughter, yeah. yeah. Ahsoka dies on the planet, and mm-hmm. the daughter ends up saving Ahsoka By and sacrificing then, her life. That's why when we see like the owl always following Ahsoka. Yeah, I, I noticed yeah, that. Yeah, that's yeah, the daughter. That, yeah. yeah, the, that's, the more I. Yeah. So that's like the daughter. The part, symbolism yeah. of kind of like the daughter watching over yeah. Ahsoka. And yeah, so we hear what a lot of people are saying was probably the son that was whispering to Ahsoka. But it could be something else. It could be something else, but that's what a, a, the fan, big, yeah. Fan, yeah, theory the big is. fan theory is. Um, obviously, that could be related to why he ends up dipping because maybe there's temptations or mm-hmm. someone telling him to come. Um, but yeah, there's obviously that's probably the big. Um, enjoyed or wanted fan theory is that we will see Mortis in mm-hmm. live action or see start to see more of the impact of those Clone War episodes on on the grander universe. Yeah, on the yeah. grander universe. 
whether that is how Ahsoka ends up perishing or leaving or taking a stance as the daughter per yeah. se becoming a living force entity. yeah because the big thing is in in the clone wars that what i both liked and disliked these episodes in the clone wars because i thought it was so overly literal yeah. of like anakin you are the chosen one you have to balance my the my my the, good daughter and my and bad yeah. and my yeah. bad son and i did find it to be a little bit babying yeah. of the Star Wars kind of lore. Because I always... I enjoy the Force being its own, like, ups and downs of, like... Yeah, an ebb and flow of... Yeah, yeah. I didn't really need a, a a god planet to be like, this is how the Force works. And that, that was kind of what? That was mid-season three? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel, I feel like in a lot of ways that um, story arc kind of conveyed the possibilities that were open to them. Yeah, and... I don't know. Uh, obviously, Star Wars. Now we have time travel. It's mm. Mm. displacement. Displacement. Yeah. Because they don't really ever change anything, which is kind of nice. Yeah. But what a nice twist having time, time travel. That time travel stuff. where you actually don't change anything because what? everyone's smart enough to be like, I can't actually do anything. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. But it's cool that they can still have impact in a different way. But yeah, I don't know. I I I both like the whole concept of Mortis, but then I also am like, oh, this feels so babied and literal. Mm. And obviously, yeah, Ahsoka dies and so forth, so forth. But we um a lot of I've been seeing a lot of fan theories saying that currently there could potentially be a portal to Mortis where we currently stand, or we it's the new Mortis in a way. Yeah. Well, how do you guys feel about that? Now you're just like... No, I know the episode that you're yeah. referring to when it comes to Clone Wars. But Paradia could be have... Because obviously we see the statues. Yeah. So it could potentially be a portal to said? To the world of Mortis. Or is it the new Mortis? Or is it just like where we where the sun ended up? Could just be where the sun ended up. Like easily yeah. for the... Because we also have to keep in mind that like the next story we're going to be seeing in this Filoni-verse is whatever the skeleton crew is. Yeah, which right? is... that's the um, Really, Jude Law, that's all Jude, I know. Yeah, Jude, Jude Law, and it seems very like... He's a Force user. I think that's all yeah. we know about yeah. that series he, so he's, far. I, I, I'm getting the impression he's kind of like Kanan at the beginning of Rebels. Okay, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's less like with the ghost and more just... They're just scoundrels trying to do things. Mm-hmm. The other thing for uh, Paradia is, um, do you think that there is the potential that there are just other potential portals for them to get to the main galaxy? I mean, the... it feels like Thrawn potentially would have found that on his evolution, but maybe not. I mean, he's not force sensitive, and I don't think the Night Sisters can access the world between worlds. That's fair. Um, which Ahsoka was only able to do from falling off of a cliff. Yep, in um, pretty much. A in, way of death, in, if you in will. In a literal sense. Um, so there I definitely mean, could... It seems like a very complicated planet. Yeah. There. So The the one that I saw um, was that the that Paradia might have been one of the original homes of the Mortis Gods as well. Oh, okay. And that they contained something within its core. Hence more of like the statues and yeah. stuff there, yeah. And the death of the sister severely weakened that prison. 
Okay, I like that. So there is some... I believe the, the creature that is referenced in what I was reading was the Abolith, which I don't know what it means to Star Wars, but I know what those creatures are in D&D, and they're not fun <laughs> members of far realms. <laughs> yeah, I kind think... like the Nega Pergil, really. It also would give more of a, um understanding to why Ahsoka and Sabine are so chill with being like, okay, we're stuck here. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's they, a little they, weird that they just kind of go, they let's were go almost, help these guys rebuild their houses. Yeah, they're almost too chill with Yeah. Because let's look at how long it took to get Ezra. Yeah. But yeah. maybe it's more so like Ezra's been here. Ezra knows that we're alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he'll come. Yeah. If anything, Ezra comes. But I think also Ahsoka probably looks at it as a way of, hey, this is a good... I'm going to be able to train Sabine a lot more mm-hmm. in a much more calming environment. She... Now knows her friend is safe. Yep. And well, safe-ish. She, she knows he got home. Knows he got home, which, hey, big check mark. Yeah. And yeah, maybe they the Force ends up leading them to the main universe in yeah. some way. Who knows? I mean, it's Star Wars, so the ass pulls are possible. It's true. And like the fact that she's there, not just with Ahsoka, but also the oldest member of the Jedi High Temple. Yes, that is true. Right? Because he predates. Well, and on top of that, we have the, the, the amount of things that could happen are, are amazing because we could have Anakin help Ahsoka. We could have literally any of the force ghosts. We could have Yoda. We could have Obi-Wan show up. We can have literally them training both of them. Assisting in would Liam Neeson return again? Probably. <laughs> they but they could literally be yeah, helping yeah. them and guiding them in their own journeys as Jedi and becoming more one with the force. Especially as a, if this planet is incredibly force rich. And obviously we saw Anakin. We saw that Sabine felt his presence, so obviously didn't see him. See him. Mm-hmm. But she also wasn't didn't have any connection to him. That is also aside true. from Ahsoka. We could also see where like this could just indirectly be plot convenience for Star Wars where we have all these Jedi that we know survive at Order 66. They survived the Battle of Endor, and they're still chilling around. But not all of them are going to go to Luke's temple. Like, yeah. when Luke's... Because meanwhile, no, no. like... So I think if we have the plot of, like, Ahsoka building her own temple, even, yeah. on this distant on planet, period, which yeah. is Force-sensitive, obviously, the planet itself. So if we see her build her own little temple where we see, like, Hera's kid go there, because, in theory, Hera's kid is Force-sensitive, obviously. So yeah. in theory, she would go to Luke Skywalker Temple, which, in theory... He's gonna die by the hands of Kylo Ren. <laughs> yeah. So like almost like if Ahsoka All those Skywalkers and, and the younglings. And that's all we need is another Jason dying. At the yeah, hands exactly. Of- so I'm thinking like maybe we could see them build their own temple. Like even well, like Well, that's the thing. Ahsoka has always come off as ever since the end of Clone Wars as she's not a Jedi. Obviously she's a great Jedi, but yeah. in terms of she already. Yeah, she's a wayseeker style Jedi. She's already seen that the Jedi are a failure. Yeah. In terms of their teachings are. She teaches more of the way of the Force. Exactly. So the way of the Jedi. Which is obviously what Luke ends up learning, the hard way. And yeah. Where he's mm-hmm. like, no, the Jedi way. Like, yeah, okay, there are obviously it's like anything. Obviously, there's good things from it, but you need to be able to adapt and change and be like, yeah. And that's obviously one of the biggest issues for the Jedi and why they fell. In the, general, the fact that Luke's books that he has are books and not data slates implies that they are from when the Jedi Order 
meant what they were supposed to mean. Yeah. Yep. And so I do think that that is, if I was to pick, I would definitely want to be trained by like Ahsoka and yeah. be trained more in the ways of the force. And this is the Jedi ended up becoming way too political. political. Yeah. yeah. No, 100%. And that's part of the issue. Obviously that the whole trial stuff is, I, that's, you know, when you, uh, what's a good example when, and when actors are do such a good job that people hate the actor. Oh, Joffrey. Joffrey. Perfect. Perfect example. Where the actor is so good at portraying the character that you're like, oh, that was me during the Clone Wars episode for the trial where I was just so mad at all of like the council. I was mad at everything else because it was so well written. Yeah, absolutely. You're you're just so frustrated because you You, as the viewer, you're like, you getting through this was your test to become a knight. And it's like, screw you. Yeah. And you're just like, I just love that Anakin like he's always there for Ahsoka and yeah. and proof is in the pudding in even this show where yeah. who shows up when Ahsoka is dying essentially but Anakin and yeah. he's there to train her and be there for her and help her through even though he is dead yeah even not even death can stop him from helping her yeah like I, I just love that he has such a strong connection and that's why a lot of people love to say that if Ahsoka was the one to go instead of Obi-Wan to uh confront him when he was basically at that Mustafar. becoming Vader. Oh, yes. It, how that would have gone down. How that, because she was definitely closer yeah. to yeah. Anakin. That's what I would love and about to Padme, too. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. She knew about their relationship, yeah. right? Like, she she was literally the closest thing to Anakin had to family at that point. Yeah. Even more so, I would say, even, even to more Padme. So than, yeah, even more so than Obi-Wan, even. Right? Like, that is the closest person to Anakin. So it would have been interesting to see how that, like, you know, if there was like a what if. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like I'm almost as much as I'd love a what if style series from Star Wars. I'm almost happy that it doesn't exist. I know, but yeah. some of the, but it's some of it would be good. There's only ever so been cool. one version of a what if Star Wars. And they did one graphic novel, I think in the early nineties. And it was just like, what if Leia oh, went to the dark side? Dark side? Yeah. I yeah. remember that arc. So there's that like, there's story. that, but outside of it, I think that's the only what if yeah, there might have been one or two. The 90s were weird times for yeah, Star Wars comics. There's one other one, which I don't know if it's a legend story or a what if, and it has to do with, like, Vader goes missing, so Palpatine finds a new, like, apprentice, yeah. and then Vader comes back, and it's literally, like, this kind of competition of, like, who could be the better apprentice? Because mm-hmm. he has to pick, right? Because the whole rule of two. That's one thing I like about the rule of two. It's the rule of two, but there it isn't, because there's a lot of people that use the, the dark, dark side, side of the Force yeah, yeah. in their own way, and obviously... It expands to an, a great amount now that we see that there are so many potential surviving. Yeah. Well, it's Jedi like the Inquisitors, right? Like, yeah, the Inquisitors were effectively apprentices. Yeah. Yeah. Which are using the dark yeah. side yeah. of the Force. I was in a uh, Ventress as well. She yeah. was Dooku's Padawan. Like, it's. Yeah. E- even to an extent, Grievous. Yeah. Could, Grievous, be, yeah. could be considered a. He's not indirect Force user, but he is still a, a. But everyone's a Force user, technically, via George Lucas. That's true. Metaphorians everyone can, exist in ev- everything. Everyone yeah. can access the Force. It's just but your innate ability to access it is if, more of a... If Grievous had been more he- accessed more of his by alien. Dooku when he was more humanoid... That warrior yeah, really was. Yeah, when he was that warrior species and less robot, yeah. could he have been Force-sensitive then? And that's yeah. why he's so good with lightsabers? I feel like that's probably like a Legends question. Oh, that's definitely a Legends oh, question. Oh, it definitely it's is. Be, and right? that's part of the fun of Star Wars, right? You can always ask these cool questions and what-ifs. Because I believe his species did have... Like, 
Yeah, probably a wave. That's probably why they were so good potential. with combat, right? Is yeah. being able to perceive right because that's what lightsaber combat is you're like becoming one with the force and the flow and in a way you're also kind of seeing the future that's why you're able to block things right that's how they explain it yeah like that's what it is it's, it's, it's it looks like reflexes but you're really just yeah seeing they're, their classification is reptilian really which is very unique to me yeah reptilian. well i mean trandos Trandoshans are... Oh, this is Grievous' face before uh, cybernetically enhanced. Yep. So, a species of scaly, red-skinned humanoid reptilians from the planet Kali in wild space. Okay, that's why they're so rare, because the wild space is freaking nuts. Yeah, I did uh, the Ahsoka and uh, Anakin scene. I thought that that was really... Seeing Hayden Christensen in like yeah. Wars armor. But I thought it was just really touching because it really yeah. is like Anakin really is. He really, sometimes when he, obviously he's bad in some ways. Yes. Obviously. But. But in his heart. In his heart, he always mean, he always meant the things he said. Yeah. He's, he's definitely like the whole reason he was able to be corrupted is because he was trying to do what A very was emotional good. character. Yeah. He's a very comp- yeah. complicated character. But also easy to understand yeah. at the same time. Which but the the whole cinematography for that war between world sequence. Oh, it was beautiful, and I the fact that he cuts the path because everyone's always talking about Ahsoka and like, oh, she's the pad one of Anakin Skywalker, and she, yeah. you know, what happened to Anakin Skywalker and blah, blah blah. And he cuts the path, and it's like it's like create your own path. Yeah, you don't have to follow you the path I'm have, on. Yeah, you are everything that I was, but you are so much more than that. Like, wow, the imagery was fantastic. Yeah. And I, uh, I think it was uh, Kuyin Tran was the cinematographer and director of photography for that one. I believe so, yes. Yeah, because they had two cinematographers across the whole series. Um, and it was just beautiful work. Beautiful work. And just having Anakin also reference like, hey, I can both, I am the light, I am the dark. You know, mm-hmm. seeing him both be the Anakin she re- remembers from the Clone Wars and then him having the converting and showing of, like, hey, if you don't want to live, then, you know, and then he goes. And, and you won't die. Then, yeah. then this guy can come out. Yeah. And then the, like the Sith Lord comes out yeah, and you're yeah. like, holy, like See the transition. Just I love how they up. use, mm. they use a lot of Anakin's like going back and forth from light and dark, like past yeah. the original trilogy to make it a much more, the complexity of. More you, concrete even. You can use the dark side. I mean, a perfect example is Luke uses a force choke in in uh, return of the jedi yeah. right that is not something not that the way of the yoda, jedi that well, yoda would be like yeah that's totally good you can choke people and that's like fine. The, the whole reason they justified mace windu's purple lightsaber when samuel L. jackson's like i want purple yeah was that he could tap into the dark side but not be felled by it exactly so and his, he had just that little bit of red in his blue crystal it would have been amazing to see on this is now another what if but like anakin peak anakin being able to tap into that dark side power mm-hmm. but also not be corrupted because he really is like there is truly no jedi like him in terms of power and yeah obviously the darth vader is kind of a nerf to him in a lot of ways right like anakin but, sky but his uh lightsaber to show the cybernetics that's true deafens your connection to the force deafens your connection to the force obviously also it was not the most state of the art on purpose to to minimize that palpatine did it on purpose yeah to to torture him in a way yeah reminds him of obviously what happened and then obviously it wasn't comfortable which then makes him more angry ergo more 
which makes dark side which is why power. he lives in the egg half the time Oh, Star Wars. Yeah. I wonder if George Lucas, when he was coming out, that was realized like just how... No. Because sometimes no, he says interviews and he's just like, oh, yeah, yeah. And you're like, did you though? George, really though? But then like at really? the same time, we talk about One Piece so much with Oda. So like... Yeah. The, I guess you're not wrong. Yeah. That's the big question, right? Like is George, like George Lucas and Oda, in my opinion, are on very similar levels when it comes to world building. I guess the thing is we don't know. Like we know... George has a bunch of people that are part of that inner circle, right? Like you yeah. look at Dave. Yeah, especially and, now, yeah. Like Dave is his Padawan. <laughs> Literally. Absolutely. Master they, and Apprentice. They have referenced that in, in interviews that Dave Filoni is the apprentice. The apprentice. Yeah. And and he is amazing. And yeah. he has so there are some faults, obviously, he's not perfect, but mm-hmm. he has created and helped develop George's world into something greater I don't think George could have done by himself. No, no. Where Oda, that's where Oda, it's like, okay, who do we look at for Oda? We look at potentially the jump editors. Yeah. They have a, a much larger impact on a lot of series so that people don't understand that they do. They're the ones who will be like, you make a draft for a chapter and they'll be like, no, you can't, this, we don't like, I don't think this will work with yeah. fans. Well, blah, I think blah. George's wife would be that person when it came to the original. To the, in the originals, yeah. yeah. But it's like, I don't, for Oda, I'm not too sure. Yeah. That's, could we be don't editors, know the full... could be assistants. Yeah. It could just be him. Also, at this point, how much do editors have? Or, or are they just like... Or are they just going, all right. Are they hands got on? Oh, here you go. Big enough. Yeah, yeah. Does the editor yeah. just show up yeah. to read the script and be like, yep. Good enough. Good enough. That looks like that's fine. This this will get you through those, what, 37 pages we needed? Gotcha. Yeah. But that's what I mean, right? Like, it's... George, I don't think, definitely didn't think it was going to become this big of a phenomenon, especially when you look at the timeline of when the first one came out. Like, no. you know what I mean? So uh, I know. The world's... It's... More obviously, it's expanded to a point where he would, he can't say like that's where yeah. he expected things. But but even from like an actor standpoint, I don't think if you were to tell during the New Hope that Anthony Daniels be like, hey, basically, uh, fifty years from now, you're still going to be putting this you're gonna be this, this yellow suit, gold yeah. robot suit on, which his cameo, great, great, so good, it was, was so good. well did, yeah. It, it just came out of nowhere, but you're like, oh, like a C three PO, and it cool. makes perfect sense based on where they were and what was going on, exactly. And the person um, that helps him. Leia. And, exactly. And Leia's connection to yeah. the ghost crew. I am very happy that we didn't get some CGI Leia. No, I like that no, it was I just like simply I, like... Yeah. I respect that on multiple levels because A, it was wouldn't have been not been needed. Two, I just feel bad when it's like CGI from people that passed away. Yes. How irritating was like, that one senator though? Oh my, he yeah. was irritating on purpose. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I know. He's yeah. in Star Wars Resistance. Yes, he was. Yeah. yeah. I, know, I know he's irritating on purpose, but wow. Like yeah. what... What perfect example of of hu- of uh, just society like reliving their own mistakes? Yeah, right. Like, and itself. so early on. Yep, yep. It's like we literally just defeated the empire, and you want to create a new one. Cool. And yeah, why why trust a general who's gone through this whole war and gone who is, through this? Who is one why, of the oldest fighters in the war? Why why trust them? Yeah, and because, actually, what because you think she just wants to save like one friend? She fought in the last two wars. Yeah, she's impressive. She was a child in the Clone Wars. It's true. Impressive. For sure. And I'm sure has a child that will have a very significant impact in the oh, Star Wars universe. Yeah. Potentially. Obviously, well, we don't know what they'll end up. Especially if you look at the legend's source of his namesake. That is true. That is very, very true. Because Jason was one of Han and Leia's kids mm-hmm. in the original sequel trilogy. <laughs> Yeah, which is that's, that's the other thing about George, though. He did come up with technically nine fil- nine films. He did, yeah. He did have six like, of them were books. He did have at the time. He, yeah. he had the yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, even if Disney didn't want to use it because if Disney didn't execute it the way they should have been. Yeah, why? Uh, this, why would you want to use the three films that were written by the person that everyone loved the films by? That's that's silly. That'd be stupid. It's the Rick Riordan effect. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, overall, um, I feel like it's safe to say that it was everyone's favorite episode, episode five. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't like. I mean, also Floney directed that episode too. I just like, yeah, that, that makes, helped a lot. Yeah, yeah. I also love that Hayden Christensen's finally just getting all the love he deserves. Absolutely, exactly. Yeah, between between him getting it through Obi Wan and this and. Um, Oh, just the seeing act, uh, Ahmed Best getting yep. it in Mando. And see, I, I've seen a lot of clips of him just getting like crazy applauses at um at different yep. expos and panels and whatnot. This just like, goes to show you that it's not the actor, that it's the writing. It's the writing that's terrible. Yeah. Which, if you enjoyed the original trilogy, or the prequel trilogy rather, you know that it's not the actor. You know it's not the actor because... Well, and George, uh, we've seen all the behind the scenes yeah. stuff now, right? We yeah. get, have They're on Disney Plus. You can see so much of the behind... Hayden Christian's just doing what George Lucas wants. Yeah. To yeah. a T. Which when you're in a room with that man, you, you can't have, argue you with that to. man. Well, he is. He is he, Star he Wars. He is Star Wars at so that time. So yeah. if he thinks that Anakin should have been, which makes sense, a whiny a whiny kid. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but that's kind of what he comes is, right? He's a, he's a very emotional because guess what? Anakin was discovered when he was a much older child than a normal the other younglings than a normal youngling yeah. would be because okay the Je- don't even get me started on the jedi and how screwed up some of the stuff is but <laughs> infant child moves something <laughs> perfect we'll take him child is more sensitive grab him that's mine now grab him grab him boys but but that's so they don't have those emotional attachments and yeah. he yeah. has that emotional he attachment that, with his mom and that was a, that was the first time he saw that the jedi order could fail was yep. with shmi so I don't know. I really, yeah, okay. I and I watched the films recently, and yeah, okay, yeah, he is very whiny, but it's not, it's not Hayden Christensen's no. fault. And some of the lines are very bad. Also, not Hayden. I think. What do you mean you don't like sand? <laughs> I think. <laughs> I also think of like the CGI uh, fruit oh, the, or vegetable. The, 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 the pear <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Um, but i think a perfect example of how good hayden christensen is as an actor is the monologue with obi-wan yeah yes right like if you can look at that and then be like hayden christensen's a bad actor you're wrong yeah you're absolutely wrong yep and i just love obviously a canadian so i love i love that he's finally getting the respect and it's because all of the people that are prequel grow grew up with the prequels are old enough now to and have an opinion. I don't want to say other people have passed away either. So there's a large amount of Star Wars fans that maybe aren't with us anymore. Yeah. They're part of the force now. Um, Rest in peace. Uh, they're one with the force. And uh, we're the louder community now. Yeah. And that's both good and bad because obviously, like any fandom we've talked about. <laughs> well, I'm curious. And like, there are loud minorities. Because the way, the way we've talked about this too is that nine times out of 10, the people that enjoy the prequel trilogy is that's the trilogy they grew up with. People yeah. like us, the pre, sorry, the original trilogy, for example, like those people that grew up and saw those in theaters in like the 80s and stuff like that. Like those are, that's their trilogy. So those are the ones I think is and the greatest. And then look at the prequels is bad. Then look at the prequels bad. Then we have us. We think the prequels is like the best of the trilogy. Where, that's kind of our like, age group. And I'm, I'm kind of in that middle ground. Like yeah. I, when I was a kid, I would watch the original trilogy with my dad. Mm-hmm. Yep. When I was in grade 12, I went to the midnight showing of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, so you had the opportunity to go. It's like you yeah. almost grew up with those two. And now we have the younger generation that are like, yo, this, this new trilogy was great. And you're like, 
but it's not. But, it's not. but okay. But again, our our parents would be the same thing of like that prequel series trilogy. Yeah. Stupid, it's and garbage. Coworkers, older coworkers. Yeah. Same situation. We had definitely had some controversial conversations. Yeah, with older coworkers who would say no. Yeah. The the prequel. But I think so bad. I could easily see in like five ten years of kids growing up and be like the Filoni verse on Disney Plus. Best Star Wars content. Star Wars, yeah. I can see that, but I can't see the sequel sequels, trilogy. No, sequel trilogy they're definitely saving getting... their butt when it comes to well, Disney Plus stuff. The Disney Plus stuff is kind of retconning it a little bit. The other, yeah. yes, they are, and I indirectly. Think, well, Star Wars has introduced a way of marveling where there are potentials for other universes. So maybe yeah. we end up getting the original the Lucas's vision. Yeah, the yeah. original envisioned yeah. Star Wars won't be to the poster. extent because obviously we've established now that Luke doesn't have kids and stuff like that. Yeah. Unless we change that, Unless obviously, change like that you again. said. But it's like... Well, yeah. we can always just have a character that's willing to change the past. Yep. Well, and we I haven't seen it yet. We haven't seen a Star Wars character sure. want even, to do that. Even in those novelizations, like at the point in where we are now with the Filoni-verse, Luke hasn't met Mara Jade yet. No, exactly. Right? So it's like there's still that potential Which, for... I think she gets mentioned in the last Jedi novel because I think the first chapter is literally Luke living happily ever after having yes. like a family and stuff. Yeah, and it's, then it's, it's like, ha, that, just it's kidding. That, it's that what could have been. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. Any uh, fun little Easter eggs or anything like that? You guys want to chat before we wrap up? Any other points you got there, Connor? Um, I just have like kind of like where we're headed, right? We have, so obviously we have, what is it? Pretty much four of... Four sensitives that are now on Paradia. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's kind of like, what are they all going to do? Two, yeah, two former Jedis and their apprentices. But now, like, Ezra knows where they are, too. Ezra knows yeah. where they are. And he yeah. knows how to get back to them. That's and what I saw Ezra with, he did he is, escape. Yes. So and he is one of the few individuals who commu- can communicate with the Pergo. Yeah. So it's also interesting there. seeing that Ezra's now the, basically... Space Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> He yeah. looked great. I liked he did. The he actor. looked phenomenal. The, the actor, actor was great. great. I also love when uh, Sabine's like, "Here, take your lightsaber." He's like, "No, I gave it to you." And he's just using the force. Yeah, which using the force to stop a lightsaber mid swing, dope is. It like, always looks cool. It looks so cool. And the sound and seeing it in live action, yeah, where it's literally like pushing. Yeah. You can see the back end of the flares off the yeah. blade. They do that like, really good in Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah. There's that some makes cool, up. For there's that, definitely though. some cool stuff. Um, and the TV shows have done some things really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I had to watch the Darth Vader stopping the ship yes. recently. Yep. Oh, that was great. I really love that. Yeah. Th- thank, thank you, Filoniverse, for referencing Force Unleashed. <laughs> that was just, Vaguely. yeah, that was just epic. Yeah. Epic seeing that. And, and then for it to turn out and be the wrong ship. Yeah. But just <laughs> seeing the power of Darth Vader, right? Yeah. That's something that obviously in the books is explained a lot further how insanely powerful Darth Vader is, yeah. but you yeah. don't. You get a lot of force choking and a lot of very stiff movements with a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> in the movies, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I think overall this this show was this show was for fans who grew up watching with the animated, with the yeah, animated shows and who enjoyed them. Yeah. Those were the that was the people that were still there for the finale. Mm-hmm. They enjoyed the show. They will probably swear like me like i i would recommend the show to people but that's also because i understand everything going into it do i think you need it no i would still recommend it to people but i also recommend the clone wars and rebels to people so i mean exactly but overall i would say it was a very solid show 
a lot of the Easter eggs, um, a good chunk of them were more just little things. They weren't yeah. as cri- like not massively impactful, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, Again, like mostly Easter eggs just for nods for, to Rebels and yeah, stuff like Rebels. that. Yeah, yeah, just nods to Rebels for the most part. I do enjoy that they Obviously brought we saw in... Rex. Uh, yeah, we didn't yeah. see Rex. We were hoping to see him without a helmet. Yeah, we did not see him without but, Rex. Mm-hmm. But, but seeing Rex, like that's a nice little... Yeah, voiced by Morrison, which was what a great character in the Clone Wars. But yeah, there, it was um, obviously we got to see. It's not really an Easter egg, but just seeing Chopper and him yes. reacting yeah. and being action. on screen for five seconds and immediately wanting to commit a war, war crime. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Chopper. Very chaotic uh, little droid. That yeah. guy. Um, Highest kill count in Star Wars, I think. That's messed up. But yeah, it was a. Uh, it's good to see characters come back to like David Tennant voicing yeah, Yang. Yang. Yeah. Um, Clancy Brown's character having yeah. live action, Rider, obviously. Yeah. And the Thrawn, um, the voice actor for the Thrawn senator, is playing Thrawn. And the, the senator, the senator that was with Ryder well. was also the same guy. Yep. Um, so it's good to see characters like having. Seems voice like actors. Dave Filoni likes his people. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He, well, he he's even gone out and said like I could not imagine anybody else besides Lars Mikkelsen. Yeah, like and it looked great after that portrayal. And it's like, I, Fair enough. Well, I feel that. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll yeah. see what Thrawn ends up doing because the ending was a bit anticlimactic a in a way. Bit, yeah, he kind of gets away. Our our it's, Jedi friends are totally okay with being abandoned on a it seemed, planet. It seemed almost like the um, Infinity War ending, where it's like, yeah, we yeah, lost. We know we're building but, into something um, bigger. Something's coming. Yeah, I think we'll Stay see tuned for five years from now. Yeah, because <laughs> we only know what's Skeleton Crew's next, and that's well, we haven't seen what's in the the. Uh, Sarcophaguses are the oh the box for, yeah. yeah for um I'm, the resurrection I'm of Dathomir sure right they are yeah so whoop whoop stay we'll, tuned we'll see what yeah, goes on with uh, on with, with with Thrawn and what army he truly ends up I mean rocking yeah like the um for for me I think the the one thing that really bugs me is the disinclusionment of Zeb. Yeah, my, my reasoning for that is the exact same reason I have for why uh, Carson shouldn't have been there. Because mm. the Outer Rim's a big place. It is a big and place. And they clearly have crap going on in other places. So it's like, yeah, Zeb's a Y-Wing pilot. I would have brought a Y-Wing pilot knowing I'm targeting something with a big-ass engine. Yeah, that's fair. But there's the throwaway line saying that he's training new recruits and stuff. Yeah, but why wasn't but... Carson doing that? They're clearly based in the same place. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Phelan, what's he gonna do? What's what's he calling? What's his calling? Will he be recasted? Well, and will we see more? Uh, the the one thing for, for me with that um, first Phelan and um, the apprentice's name Hati mm-hmm. in Norse mythology, Skull and Hati are children of Fenrir. I didn't know that actually. Yeah. yeah. So one chases the sun, one chases the moon, and both of them were chasing something. Mm-hmm. And when they catch them, that's the sign of Ragnarok. Oh boy! Right? Oh boy! And we know Filoni loves pulling crap in mythology. Yeah, yep. that's definitely. I've definitely seen that fan theory yeah. floating around. I think, yeah, Balin. He's definitely. It definitely seems highly likely that there's something going on with the sun for him. Yeah. Um. As for his Padwan, I think the reason he was okay with ditching her seems a little harsh saying a little bit, but but I think he feels like he's probably taught her everything he can. And I think part of him respects Ahsoka enough that he knows that they're not going to kill her. Yeah, Ahsoka yeah. wouldn't just straight and up murder. And maybe, maybe they try and convert her over to understanding 
not necessarily the full light side, but just being like, hey, this is There's this more view. to the force yeah. than what you've been shown, which and, she kind of did in that fight. Yeah, and I think maybe we see a, another great Jedi develop. Yeah. I do agree with Ahsoka um, as a whole in the sense that they brought in two new characters that aren't in the rest of the lore of Star Wars, and they were written well enough that even though they were the bad guys, they still had a good development. In comparison to Obi, like Kenobi show, there were certain characters that were original to that, and they just weren't well done. And we've discussed this before. But it's just seeing like the development of characters. I think they learned from their mistakes. Yeah. Where they brought in new characters that were like, hey, this is the story. And they were done well enough where you could believe that they were just doing their own thing yeah, for the exactly. throughout yeah. the universe. Like yeah. throughout the timeline, right? You're just like, oh, like the Yeah, one... there are people that were just force sensitive and potentially lived yeah. from Order Sixty Six. And yeah, why wouldn't they potentially bring on their own And then there's the one theory that Hati trains those mercenaries and they become the original Knights of Ren. Yeah. That could be a theory as well, because based on the design of them and based stuff on their too. Helmets, yeah, like then they're the, very the, Rennish. The no, Noki, Noki. Those, those are little turtle people. No, they the the ones that she ends up training, like the ones in the red, they yeah. speak the same language, which didn't make sense to me. But okay, I only know that because I watched it with subtitles. Ah, there you yeah, go. There so because there's always like random other like not Easter eggs, but like understanding because it tells you the language they're speaking, like yep. the Noki are speaking, and then the people. I think there's in red. a glitch though on uh, Disney Plus for some of the films for some of the films because everyone who doesn't speak english is speaking huttonese huttonese oh huttonese yeah some of them definitely weren't speaking (laughs) speaking and i'm like what do do you mean chewbacca doesn't speak perfect hut i was i was really confused (laughs) at some of them i was like i don't know why would they be speaking that language and it also doesn't quite sound the same that's fair Okay, yeah. subtitles. The funny thing I is, I was watching um, Ahsoka with subtitles. I think it was like episode five or six. And the caption, anytime there's music playing, it always gives like a caption for the music. And it was just majestic orchestra ambient music. Yep. That was the description. It's always, Disney the, it's Plus always used. the vibe of the music. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this is great. Majestic orchestra. Yeah. This is this is a great way to describe Star Wars music. Yeah. I think that's how I'm going to describe John Williams. It's just majestic, majestic orchestra. orchestra. Yeah. But anyways... Uh, Tim, thanks for coming on. It's been a while. It's been a hot minute. I do actually. I have one question for you guys. Oh, twist. That is kind of a... Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. (laughs) As... (laughs) Cut the episode. Um, As as the series uh, discussed with its uh, in memoriam with the passing of Ray Stevenson, Mm -hmm. who would you guys see as taking up the mantle of Balin's goal? Should Ahsoka Season 2 get greenlit? Because I have an answer that I kind of like. Russell Crowe? <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's probably because we that's talked good, about the MCU. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. That's popping. So I have them on my mind. See, if Christopher Lee was still around, that'd be great. Um, Ian McCallum's too old. Like, you'd want, like, an older, wiser kind of thing, but you still want someone that's got that, that, that gravitas. stoic, yeah. great beard. You can also just pick someone that has a really good beard, really good exactly. head of hair, and then just dye his hair gray and white. Hmm. What's your answer? I'm curious. My, it's kind of a weird one, and I hadn't thought of it until I saw it online today. Oh. But I kind of agree with it. Leave Schreiber. Interesting. That's Sabretooth from the X-Men Origins from, from movie. From the bad Wolverine movie. Yeah. <laughs> but he kind of he kind of fits the like, yes, body uh, type yes. and personality yeah. of Ray Stevenson a little. Yeah, I feel like he could pull off a similar beard and stuff, too. Yeah. It's got that similar straight face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that so, stoic. That stern. Yeah, yeah. Like that strong jawline. Yeah. That. 
That's what it. That's, that's a what solid is, cast. Yeah. yeah, he had a great jawline. He did. <laughs> wow. And his beard, like, it was immaculate. I don't know how mm. he's taking care of that when he's space traveling and going all over. But man, they got refreshers on spaceships. He looks great. Yeah. What do you got, Matt? I don't know. I'm still brainstorming. I know. I kind of sprung it on you. What's Ron Perlman? Ron Perlman. Who's okay. The, who's the guy from? Uh, was it Gladiator Three Hundred? One of them. Russell Crowe? Yeah, Russell Crowe. You literally just said that. <laughs> no, I just said that. You're right. <laughs> See? Okay, well, then I that just shows that I am truly in on Russell Crowe. I was going to say 300 would have been Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler would be... Who would also okay. accept. Yeah. I would even accept... Um, oh, what was the, the character? He was in 300. See? Look, look at that yeah. beard. That's good. That's a good beard. I would even accept the guy. He was, uh, he was in 300, and he was also Faramir. Although Russell Crowe maybe He's isn't as in shape as... He would need to be, but uh, he looks good. David Wenham. I would, okay. I would accept David Wenham. Nah, he's too much of a comedic actor, in my opinion. What? You can't just say he's a comedic actor and write him off. No, I know. I'm not denying that. I'm just... Gerard Butler would be good. Gerard Butler, I think, actually, might be... He might be at the top now for me. Yeah? Okay. I feel like Michael Fassbender is still young. Fassbender? But, like, he'd do okay. He's got the jawline. He he's got the jawline. He's got the jawline for it. But I think Ron Perlman would be great. Like Ron the Perlman Perlman would be the other thing is, yeah. you can always give anyone a beard. That's the yeah. thing. Yeah, that's easy. Hmm. They did it to Chris Evans. They can do it to anyone. It's true. Was that Snorp Snowpiercer? Yeah. Great beard. Yeah. He looked great. Tom Hardy. I like you. Literally just googled mm. actors. Famous with actors beards. with good beard. Yes. Tom Hardy. No, he doesn't have the oh. same look. He's too. He's too stocky. I think. Yeah, there's like actors that'd be great. He's but they're too built too young. for Bane, or that they're too young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Henry Cavill would be great, but he's too young. Mm -hmm. Like if he was like 15 years older, he'd be a good casting for like a different original yeah. character. Anybody, yeah. And I'm sure he would love to be Ooh, in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> throw him in the Old Republic. That'd be dope. Oh, Jeff Bridges. He'd be I would accept Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges would okay. be pretty solid. It's um, have Henry Cavill be uh be Revan. Could you imagine? Oh. That would that would drive fans crazy. They would lose their minds. Yeah. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges, Jeff Bridges that's good. You'd be a solid one. Tron, yeah. Tron the Giver, you know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Definitely options for sure. Yeah. But it's like, again, you need that that strong jawline. Need the strong mm -hmm. jawline. And, and ability to pull off a good beard. That too. Yeah. yeah. So I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> me too, buddy. Me too. Um, but in conclusion. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Watch Ahsoka. Watch Ahsoka. I feel like that's the safe yeah. conclusion. Tim, yeah. did you give it a rating out of 10? Uh, I did not. I feel like I would fall because you gave it, what, 7.5? 7 7.5-ish, 7 yeah. yeah. And you gave it 8.5. I feel like I'm somewhere in that range. Like, eight. I'd, give it, I'd give it about an 8. Yeah, I'd, I'd take the median for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but yeah. I'd definitely say watch it if you haven't. Yeah. If you're a Star Wars fan, you're going to enjoy it. I feel like yeah. that's yeah. sick that's, battles. That's, that's, that's the so. fallback. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, other than that, we look forward not not dozens. I don't think there's any Star Wars content coming not until out January. Relatively yeah, yeah. Soon, Skeleton so, Cruise January. Yeah. So we got some time for Star Wars. We've got Loki, Loki season that's two. Going on. The Marvels. Marvels coming out. Aquaman two. Yeah, I'm just gonna ignore that one. Um, um, but yeah, there's some things coming. There's yeah. some things are coming. Sounds good. Well, thanks Tim again for coming on the episode. It's yeah, been a while. Well, thanks for coming pleasure. back. My pleasure talking about not D and D for once. I yeah, know it's crazy. Well, we did a little bit. Kind we did of. a little bit. Yeah, we talked about RPG yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. But we got to. You're here. Yeah, we got. Yeah. We got it's it. true. We got to have at least. There's, a there's touch. always an RPG tie when I'm yeah, exactly. uh, here. Let us know what you think of Ahsoka. If you guys want to toss it in the Discord, we'd love to hear your guys' opinion on Ahsoka. Do you agree with us? Do you not agree with us? And uh, yeah, we'll uh, see you next Wednesday. See you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye. Guys.
TNMP, the Nerdy Misfit Podcast. Don't forget to join the island by dropping a follow. Thank you, Thank and you. see you next week.